Hello and welcome to this week's photography podcast. It's episode 49, yep. I think. Uh, thank you. Um, this week, it's all change, really. Um, Dave's still here. I'm still here. Jamie's still here. But James and Darren are not. Darren's actually currently in the lakes. We haven't fallen out, honestly. Everything's good. I'm really sorry we forgot to mention that he wasn't here last week. That was, that was terrible. Was, I, I thought know. it was a bit rich, though, you slagging him off for giving bad advice on his video channel. That was not, that was not <laughs> Darren. That was someone else entirely. That was you, Dave. Um, anyway... Um, <laughs> so this week, because we're down to three regulars, we've decided to invite an honorary regular back, and that's Lynn. So welcome, Lynn. And also, our main guests this week, and that's right, guests, not guests, are the fantastic Rich and Jem. Now, hello. Now, hello. would you like to tell us a little bit about yourselves and your channel? Go. Um We've been together as an item for about two or three years because we only started the channel when we got together. Right. And we didn't, what I'm saying is we didn't have our own channels before we got together. Right. We haven't planned this, have we? No. Um. no. Um, <laughs> I've been taking images serious, semi-seriously for about nine years. Started landscape, mostly, well, completely. And then I met Jem and then I went more started to do more wildlife and you we were do sort of wildlife the other and way, landscape right? photography on a youtube channel yes that, that was it that yes. was the sentence oh well, he wanted to know a little bit about us as well all right okay <laughs> he listened to the question okay <laughs> brilliant i'm Thank really you. looking forward to tonight i really are <laughs> we should got... just leave them to it <laughs> down the pub literally before we started i said right what we'll do is we'll just say over to you and we'll just sit and watch because I think that would just be absolutely just what it is. No, I've got to say as well, welcome back, Lynn. It's great to have you back. Um, Thank you for having me back, Gary. Appreciate we, it. We didn't talk enough about your photography last time. Okay. I, I think hands up. It's an that. overrated so, pastime talking about photography. I mean, if you want to, if you want to give us a little introduction to yourself and your photography, you're more than welcome as well. Um. Well, unlike a lot of channels, I guess I just take people along for the trips out that I do. I have no intention of going any further, show them what I do, where I go. It's all 99% mm, landscape, a little bit of motocross every now and then. Uh, but it's basically my travels around the country, which is great. And things like the project I've got going, which is a minimal long exposure mono, um, see how that progresses. But yeah, it's uh, taken off far better than I ever imagined. Why people like to listen to me waffling, I'll never know. How long have you been doing it for, Lynn? How long has your channel been active? I've been waffling for about four years now. Mm, been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. It has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm, yes, far longer than I expected. Just seeing yourselves... Keep... Go on, sorry. I keep looking back at my first one going, oh, my God, how bad was that? <laughs> I would say just seeing yourselves lucky you do it on your own because, you know, looking at Richard Gem as a, as a, as a model for... But doing mm. it as a couple is probably best that you do it on your own, man. <laughs> yeah. What I always think of with yours, Lynn, is is you're the master of pointing over your shoulder at something. Am I? Oh, I never yeah. realised that. I don't know. It's just every time I, I watch your stuff, it's like, oh, yeah, well, the, the sun sunset over here. And, yeah. and you're always spot on. I can oh, that's all right. off. <laughs> I still haven't, even after four years, I haven't mastered the art of being able to point at the thing I'm shooting. And getting my finger in the right place, it, it, it's beyond me. I can't do it. You do it perfectly. 
there's the mountain and it's perfectly in line with your finger. I'm pointing down here and the seascape's over here somewhere. That's why Skillshare went after Dave. It's only his yeah, pointing exactly. skills. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Literally nothing else. Yeah, but you can't miss there's mountains everywhere, so he's only got to do that. <laughs> this is a very good point. This is a very good and, point. And you lot wouldn't know if I'm pointing at the wrong one. I could just be making no. up <laughs> gobbledygook. Yeah, this is true. This is true. So how's everyone's week been? What have we been up to? Now, I hear a rumour that some pair of guests are going up north. At the weekend. Mm. Oh, we are, yeah. We are tomorrow, in fact, early. Our first trip out, really, We're isn't going it? to Malham in Yorkshire for one night, two days. Yep. For wildlife? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Wildlife or landscape? Uh, landscape. That's this is landscape. a pure landscape. Harry trip. Potter scenes, isn't there? In the, the tree that um, you've seen, Gary? Yes. <laughs> a tree that I can't see. Yeah, the tree, yeah. waterfalls, rocks, crags, you know, yeah. yeah. So that would be good. It, mm. is, it is lovely around there, I've got to say. I, I nice. tried, I mean, we talked about this, didn't we, on Monday. I, I, I think probably you've you've seen it. You've been to a tree, haven't you, then, Malham? Yeah. Tree. yeah you have, Dave, haven't you, I think, because you were up that way. I went to Malham to Janet's Foss, and I found Janet's Foss with... With with minimal issue, I went to find a tree and because you know why it's not at Malham. Yeah. Ah, why do you call it Malham it's... Tree? And what's wrong? Well, I uh, that was my mistake. It's not Malham Tree at all. Uh, where is it? Because of tea, we've just discussed it, haven't we? We have just discussed it. We've been looking at it on the map, and I can't Tell remember. Twistleton. 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 Twistleton Scar. Twistleton Scar. That's right. Yeah. So I told you totally wrong. I don't think it's not at Malham at all. That's why you didn't see it. I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to blame you because it was three years ago. So, and I couldn't find it then. So, you know, what are you going to do? Anyway, what's anyone else been up to this week? Anything exciting? Has anyone had any interesting comments, Dave, on any of the videos? Yeah, apparently, because I, I, I was a gentle ribbing of somebody who remained completely anonymous. Um, somebody got on my case. He got his panties in a bunch. And, and I spent about three hours I sort of metaphorically biting my tongue, sort of, you know, keeping my fingers like this. I will not reply. And then I cracked and told him to piss off. <laughs> Which is brilliant. <laughs> And no, nobody got my joke in the group chat, by the way. The guy's name was the, uh, what was it called? The Frightened Tree. Yeah. That was the guy's name, his username really? on YouTube. Yeah. And I said, well, to be fair, some trees are petrified. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. But no one, no, no one even bit. No one bit. Yeah, it was tumbleweed. It's like king of the dad jokes. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, my, well, my little bit, my little bit of news is you, you might see my orange stripes. You've changed. Gone. My orange stripes have gone for good. They are now covered with complete white paint. Oh. So, yeah, a bit of a change of colour for me, which is part one in the office refurbishment project. I know she didn't get wallpaper. No, no, I got blue paint. Yeah. yeah, blue paint. Yeah, no, the wallpaper yeah. went out the window eventually after lots of deliberation and and samples hung up on various walls to see what they matched and what they didn't. And we've ended up going with blue paint. Yeah. But would the, the Leslie not let you have Thomas the Tank Engine then? No, I tried. <laughs> I tried, but she wouldn't let me. 
So what's in the frames? Are they frames? They are. Well, okay. <laughs> that's that's sort of our decorator who I'm now calling Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen's idea because he we we had these frames which were on in the dining room and we had that's wallpaper in those frames. Ah. And that piece of wallpaper was going to go on that back wall and in the wall in the study which is the door there. See, I'm doing doing a lin here. Look, I'm pointing behind me. Um but his idea was to bring those into the the room. We should frame pieces of wallpaper and put them on the wall. So they're there in frames, but we're still undecided whether they're going to go on the wall or not because I think they look a little bit naff, but I might get used to them. So we'll see where that so one goes. So instead you're just laying them on the sofa. <laughs> yeah, well, they're there because it's literally any done yesterday, so they've just sort of mm. sat there for the time being. But my objective, of course, is these walls to have my pictures on. That's, that's the say, idea. With your Surely, amount yeah. of photos... Yeah, that's, that's the plan. Yeah. Have them everywhere. That's the plan, definitely. So I, like the, I like the wallpaper. Do you? What, in the frames? <laughs> well, I can let you have them, mate, if you, you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ship them down to you, no problem no. at all. How much? 60 quid? Oh, mate, as you're that's a mate, I'll do mate's rates for you. You're going to yeah. have bugger all. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the going rate, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Oh, well, okay. Well, it looks nice. I mean... I think you do need something on those walls. They are a bit bad. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah they're not yeah. going to stay white. Yeah. Just stick gra- all, gra- all, of your, or something. Yeah. all of your tree images all over those walls would look great. Yeah, turn into a little forest. Mm. Mm. Did everybody see Indeed. Jamie's picture, actually, on, on Facebook of his trees this week? They were excellent. Yes. I thought oh, that excellent. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. That backlit image. That was, was harsh. That was harsh light in the thing. But, so. br- but lovely. Really lovely. You don't yeah, always exactly. need soft light and, and no, mist, no, absolutely. Yeah, well, it, yeah. it helps because this time of year the trees are now starting to to come out in leaf, mm. and that leaf just catches that backlight mm. really nicely and twinkles. So yeah, that was that was all I took it for was just that backlight. So yeah, it was all right. Going back again this weekend, sunset. The plan is this weekend, so trying to get a little bit of warmer sunset light on the trees this weekend. Hmm. I'll have to nip on and have a look because I've been a slack tart this week and been on Facebook. It's very good, Lynn, I have to say. It's, it's very good. I shall go and have a look after this. Yes, excellent. All right, so um, shall we get on to some topics then, I think? Let's let's start with... What should we start with? I I think probably in in view of the guests, I think the best first question to ask is, what's it like to vlog as a couple or with company so so seeing as you're here and you you know you, you you you've never vlogged separately have you um yes we have yeah have you oh yeah but um, not before did. we met oh right, not before we met no but we have done no. it the other we do do separate little projects every now and again yeah, yeah. okay so what's it like then because <laughs> i'm looking absolutely forward to absolutely amazing <laughs>
Got yeah, if, if we haven't if we haven't gone anywhere for a, an actual planned image and we've gone for just the trip out, mm. then composition wise yeah. and stuff, it's nice to have somebody. And you share kit as well, didn't you? Yeah. Didn't you share lenses sometimes? We yeah. Do. yeah, we both shoot behind the console. Um, well, yeah. there's only a few, isn't there? Just the really expensive lenses. Yeah, really, that we yeah. I mean, that'd be silly to duplicate them, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Some, yeah some of the wildlife lenses we've oh, got... very expensive. Yeah, we yeah. Just wouldn't, there just wouldn't be a need to have no. two of them, really. Who decides what you're going out to shoot? Whether you're going to do a landscape or whether you're going to do a wildlife? Do you have sort of ideas in a hat and you pull one out or do you just argue about it um you Richard always wants to do landscape and it's so it's normally me if I've seen from a friend that a certain like if we've got like all the barn owls really active or mm. oh I've heard so-and-so birds are and the badgers, 10 yeah, minutes but... away and then I'll say let's go mm. so normally you for landscape yeah only, only because as we were saying earlier i that was what i started i only done landscape for five years really everything was hdr at the start like it always is yeah. looks yeah. awful <laughs> makes your eyes bleed looking back now yeah, we're all guilty yeah. of that i think we live and mm -hmm. learn don't we yeah. is it helpful when there's two of you when you're making video does it make life easier have you know someone can be doing a bit of b-roll and that sort of thing <laughs> no <laughs> not really because <laughs> sometimes um, we duplicate and someone's is better than the other ones and no not all the time it's not easy when we both go to talk is it because you just talk straight over me <laughs> i talk over you Straight over, okay. even in mid-conversation, straight over. I don't know what you're um, talking about anyway, so... <laughs> but, um, yes, I suppose sometimes one of us can be off with the drone and then whilst the other person's recording yeah, something that, else. Yeah, that yeah, has its advantage. A little bit easier. Yeah. I mean, um, mm. We've got four hands to carry stuff. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot of kit, isn't there, when you vlog? I didn't realise when mm, we first started. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, tr I try to go light, but it's just, I think it just becomes impossible. You just, because you're just trying to get it more and more, not professional, but as, as good looking as you can. And you end up carrying loads of kit with you. So when you're, when you're out and, and actually then I'm going to ask this of you, because you go out or did go out. I don't know if you still do quite a lot with Andy, Andy Sheeder, didn't you? Mm. Um, when you go out, do, do you ever, do you ever sort of have a, have a moment where you think, oh, they've, they've nicked my competition there. I wish, and, and, do, and if they, and if you do, do you ever sort of say, um, do you mind if I, you know, do you mind if I have that one? Is that all right? Oh yeah. Yeah. It used to happen all the time because different eyes see different things. Mm. But we we never used to fall out about it. And if he said no, then I'd just wait till he disappeared and then I'd go and shoot it. Mm. See, this is where we, it works we, perfect. For no, us. we did. No, 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 we no, did, no, though. Because we have different styles when it comes to no. landscape photography. We do. No, I no. tend to get bogged down with one image that I want to take, and I will be no. obsessed with that image. We both took almost identical pictures of that deer oh, yeah. with the tree, and I found it, and mm. we took it, and then you went, oh, I want to put it in Wex Monday. And I thought, well, I can't, because you want to do it, and you put it in and won. And it's the same picture. <laughs> Well. So you can't, you can't, and I found the tree and everything. Yeah. yeah so like, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. But what I what I was going to say was we have different styles. You will go somewhere and shoot five, six, seven 
compositions, yeah, do which can be a big advantage because I will get bogged down with one particular thing that I've seen and then we'll get back to the car and I'll look at yours and I'll think, oh, why didn't I go there? Or so. I think we're going to talk aspect, about that, different. actually. I think we're going to talk about that a bit later on. One of those sort of, oh, get home and go, why didn't I do that? But so, so let's just get this straight here. Rich, you took the credit for Jim's... That's my phone. No, that's my image. Image. No, 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 no. Let's get this straight. Uh, it was I, my image. I, 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 I took the... you there. I showed you where it was. And then, yeah. And then I said, oh, they're going to come through. They're going to come through now. I think, that was a now. Joint, I think that was a that joint was decision. That was a joint thing. Who's picture one? I didn't put mine in because I knew I couldn't because you put yours in. <laughs> they were similar, weren't they? Very similar. similar. Oh. Ah, yeah, but the process is different. We have got different processing styles, slightly different. Oh, a, a tiny bit of light, light there. Well, makes I all the difference, there. obviously, because that one. <laughs> light they didn't even down. see mine to have a choice, did they? You should be faster on the draw yeah. next time. <laughs> this is all I'm going to be recorded. Carry on, don't mind us. You yeah. just, no, yeah, no, no, that's it. It's fine. You just carry on. I don't know about you guys, um, like uh, Jamie and, and Dave. How do you feel? Because sometimes photography can be real, a real sort of solitary. Uh, a lot of the pleasure is is kind of being out in nature on your own and sort of enjoying it, sort of in solitude. Uh, how do you feel when you go out with other people? Uh, as, okay, I'll ask you this, and please don't say me, right? Okay, or, or you can if you want to. Has there ever been a time when you've been out with someone and you thought, I wish they'd just go away? I wish they'd just go away and leave me to, to do what I want to do. Not not because not necessarily because you don't like them or you don't want to be them, but you're in a particular point and you just think, oh, please go away. Have you, have you ever thought that? Well, like, I, can, <coughs> I can think of a time, and I am going to call out you. When You're going to say Thetford Forest, aren't you? I am going to say Thetford Forest because yeah, you raised it a second ago yeah. about somebody nicking a composition. And I do remember a shot that I took down a line of trees. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you came and put your tripod in my tripod holes directly afterwards. Yes, you're right. Um, you're right. Which is fine. Absolutely not a problem with that whatsoever. I didn't enter it for Wex Mondays, so there wasn't an issue. The imitation <laughs> is the best form of flattery. Absolutely, yeah. I think in all seriousness, I think that you're right, it is a, we, it's a solid, solitary pastime and we do like our own company and I think we've said that many times before. Having said that, I do enjoy being out with other people because then it becomes a social event and you're there, you know, you're talking photography, you're just having banter and you're just enjoying your time out with somebody that's got a like, you know, a, a like to the same pastime that you've got and it really is enjoyable. But it does distract you from your photography and certainly if you're vlogging, I find, you know, actually in fact, <clears throat> I was out and Paul, if you're watching, you know, don't take this personally at all, but I was out on Sunday morning uh, to Homfen. And I was, I was vlogging and then I bumped into a friend uh, who I've met at home several times, a uh, really good photographer, a guy called Paul Benz if he's watching, really top photographer. And anyway, we got chatting and then we were walking around and you know, we spent a bit of time together and, and I sort of lost a little bit of track of the vlog that I was doing, which was fine because I was actually enjoying his company and enjoying talking to him, but it did send me a little bit off my track, so hence why I didn't actually release it <clears throat> because I didn't really pull it together, it wasn't cohesive enough because I hadn't spent the time focusing on it. Um, so I think it's great to be out with people because you've got company, but I think if we're focused on our photography to get a particular image 
or focused on a vlog, it does make it a little bit more challenging, I think, personally. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with that. I mean, Lean, you go out a lot, or did go out a lot pre-pandemic with quite a, a reasonable sized group, didn't you? There's yeah. a group of you who always go out. So how did you find that? Were there any times where you kind of not got irritated, but thought, oh, you know, I wish I could just have this little bit to myself? No, it never never got like that with us because we would go out as a group and the minute the photography started, we'd all just disappear and do our own thing. Very, very rarely did anybody ever want to shoot the same thing. And then we'd come back together in the evening if we were out for a couple of days in the evening, sit and talk about it, or once we'd got the sunrise and we'd go and talk to other people and go, oh, that'll work for tomorrow. So it never really bothered me. Um, I quite like going out with groups of people for that reason. Mm. What I don't like doing, I've discovered since lockdown, is being out in crowds of people and trying to vlog. I, I didn't mind it before lockdown, but I think I've got that used to being alone. Mm. Uh, really off-putting, really uncomfortable. There's, it, it's I, I find vlogging when the hardest time for me was when I used to do street photography, and it's like that's why I developed my vlogs to be a lot more the street ones, a bit more sort of I don't know, edgy and sort of funky and different things because I just didn't want to talk. I didn't want to talk through because there's so many people. I mean, they don't care generally. They don't care. And what, what I used to do in the end, which was quite a good little tactic, is I, I'd just literally walk up and talk to a wall. So I would be there with my camera and the wall would be here, but all you can see is everything going on behind me. So I'm talking, but no one, I can't see anyone coming, so there's no eye contact. All I'm looking at is a brick wall. So it kind of like, it fools people into thinking that I'm actually just having a, having a chat, but actually I'm just talking to the wall. And, and then I'm not so worried, but yeah, it's uh, it's... But we had that the other day, didn't we? Remember when we went to shoot the barn owls and we had our little Osmo pocket and you couldn't have made it more obvious that we were vlogging, you know, and there's a big area and we were like saying the goodbye bit and this guy, he was a nice guy, he just walked over and just started talking to us and he, he must have known what we were doing and he said, oh, are you here to see the barn owl? And we got, yeah, you know, and you just think, just wait a minute and I'll speak to you in a minute, you know, and you just think, why do people do that's not what you said. No, I was, I was a bit less. Dip- <laughs> I was a bit less diplomatic after you walked off, but to his face, I was nice. I'm not a horrible person. I just got a bit frustrated on that day. Yeah, it, it can be frustrating. I mean, as anyone, I'm trying to think of a, of an incident. Some of you guys must have had an incident where someone's come along. Oh well, I can think of three shy's head, but there must be incidents where people have come along and, and you're like, please leave me alone. Please go away. Just just leave me alone. Certainly a video, a vlogging camera is a magnet, isn't it? Mm. I think it attracts people to you, definitely. I had it on um, last Tuesday. I was out somewhere, can't remember where, stood on the edge of the water, camera set up, vlogging camera in hand, chatting away. All of a sudden this old gadgy, lovely bloke with his dog out for a walk. Are you taking photos? <laughs> yeah. With a huge tripod and <laughs> No, I'm learning to fly an aeroplane, sir. And every time he said something to me, I'd answer him, then I'd turn back. But he didn't get the message and I missed the sunset. Because I'm too polite to say, bugger off. Yeah. Far too polite. Yeah. But hey, it's one of those things, isn't it? No point getting hung up on it. I guess you don't have that problem at the mountains, Dave, do you really? With people getting in your way. You'd, you'd be surprised, actually. Um, it's almost the reverse because 
the sort of people, there's, there's quite a few people that sort of climb these mountains that watch my stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, you know, uh, last Sunday when I was out and about, there was a couple of people that bowled up and said hello. And um, to, to be fair, they, they do tend to just say, oh, you know, really like your channel. And then they crack on with mm. wherever they're heading. I get overtaken a lot because I'm so slow. So I tend to sort of stand to one side and wave people through. Um, but uh, and and uh, there was a young Australian backpacker who's sort of she she I think she's sort of over here um, on a gap year type of thing and got stuck because she couldn't go home. But she's been like you know going through all the pins on my website, all the locations, and <laughs> and so that was it was great when I when people say oh that's really helpful you know I went here and went there all because I I found it on your website. Mm. Um, but as far as going out with people to shoot, I tend to compartmentalize it. I mean, you'll know when I, when we get together, I never make a vlog, never even no. attempt it. For me, that's social time because there's plenty of other time where you'd go out and, and be by yourself and, and make a vlog. Um, so it tends not to be an issue at all. Um, and I, I've fished all my life and fishermen will pitch up just like Lynn at a, at a venue, and then we will go our separate ways and meet up later and tell lies about what we caught. <laughs> so, I have to say, I think one of the best, the, for me, one of the best people to to spend a day with vlogging or or for talk, taking photographs is Darren, because Darren's just genius. Because basically, you meet up with Darren in the morning, and oh, you're right, mate. Yeah, looking forward to a really good day. And you look around, he's gone. You're like, where's Darren gone? <laughs> And then and then it gets to about sort of lunchtime and and then you'll be sort of like sitting there and all right mate you know oh he's back <laughs> he just sort of appears again he's brilliant there's no with Darren there's sort of and 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 it's great because he just kind of I think that we've talked about this before but I think that's when you know that you, you that you're de you know good friends with someone because you feel mm. comfortable just leaving and going off and doing your own thing. Yeah, nice. but he did that to me on on the, uh, on uh, Glidavach and the Castle of the Wind. So I looked round and he'd gone. And I started thinking, oh, God, has he fallen off? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's that Can I just ask, what's that climb like to do, Dave? Because that's somewhere I've always wanted to go. Oh, you'll be all right, mate. I'll take you up there, no problem. Oh, lovely. It, it does look so ethereal and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no problem. We'll sort that out. Cool. And anybody else who wants to come up. Yeah, then we were going to do that at one point. Jamie. I think when you and Darren went up, we were going to do. I was going to come along, and I I couldn't make it. But I actually, I'm sort of like, oh, would it, it would have been a three day trip for me. Well, I'd been on to Stanna and said we're going to need a really <laughs> long stair lift. <laughs> <laughs> they were on standby. Or well, the Snowden train. <laughs> yeah, that's about the only way I'm getting at one of those. Although, although saying that, I did do the walking path up to the first set of waterfalls and thought I could have carried on there no problem I could have just kept going but I didn't because I'm lazy <laughs> it, does, it, it actually towards the top that's that's pretty hardcore it gets very steep uh, and the last bit up to the summit is is a bit of a scramble so well, I'm glad I didn't it, keep yeah, going, the lower then. reaches are gentle so yeah well, thanks for making me feel better there, Dave. <laughs> I really appreciate it. So, so Dave, I think you, you dropped in a, a, a topic here that we can talk about. And it's, would you be... <laughs> I can't do it now. Would you be offended by honest critique? 
Do you want to, do you want to talk a bit more about that? Yes, uh, I'm happy to expand on that subject. Thank Excellent. you for asking, Gary. Excellent. You're such a pro. Um, yeah, so it, it was just that because we sort of were generally on the, on the subject, broadly speaking, uh, when we were chatting on our channel, and it, it, it just occurred to me that I, I've, I've had some critique, and I always find that when it comes from a, 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 a genuine position, whether or not I accept it, whether I agree with it or not, it's very difficult to be offended by it if somebody has put it diplomatically, and I'm, I'm happy to consider it. I had a comment this week on my latest video saying they, they're not keen on how I present the images where I've got them on a white background with a, a really blurred drop shadow, really expanded drop shadow. Mm. Um, and he said, you might find it, it creates more impact if you display them differently. And my first thought was, oh yeah, okay, I'll give that a go. I'll, I'll set it up and have a look, see what I think. So, and it was all to do with the fact that, that he'd said, oh, you know, like the video, but I just wonder if it might be better if, or I, I think it would, and I thought, that's a really good way to put it. Mm -hmm. and, and funnily enough, what we were just talking about up on the glitters the day that Darren went missing, uh, there was a really fleeting shaft of light on a garn, and I was cooking some dinner. And I grabbed my camera and just grabbed a handheld shot. And I put the, put the shot on social media. And Nick Livesey wrote in and said, Dave, that's a really good image. Cracking location, obviously. But he said, there's, there's some high cloud right at the top of the frame that's really distracting. Have you considered cropping it out? And I hadn't at all. And it was almost, I was so mesmerized by this shaft of light, just perfectly angled onto a peak that I'd completely ignored this. And he was absolutely right. So I letterboxed it and instantly I had a really powerful image, which is now a is still a portfolio image. Um, and so without Nick's intervention, it would have just, you know, just be sitting mm. on, on a page, so on a Facebook page <laughs> or on Instagram or something, and I'd have forgotten all about it. So I think that um, for me, I do, look with uh some what's the word i'm looking for i look at i look at criticism with a, a, as fair an eye as i can and then it doesn't matter who it comes from i think that if it's if it's put forward diplomatically i think it can be really valuable because it does matter how good a photographer you think you are you just might miss something that that you know the emperor's new clothes somebody yeah. might say oh look at that you know i'm sure yeah. we've all done it left a dust spot on yeah, mm. I was. So I was literally just saying this today. I've just released a vlog today, uh, which isn't necessarily well. It's kind of about critique, but it isn't necessarily about being critiqued. But in it, I mentioned that I get ribbed all the time, right, by you guys about my blown highlights, right? Yeah, but there's no shot. excuse for and that. There, there's no excuse for so. To expand on this, we were in a group together. We were in a, a, a Facebook page called Landscape Photography on YouTube UK. And I posted a picture which I was really proud of from Lanzarote. And someone said to me, there's no excuse for blown highlights. Which I went mental at, right? I went absolutely, like, I went in on the guy, like, properly. And do you know what? He was right. The highlights were blown. And, I, and at that point in time, I wasn't prepared 
to take that criticism on board because I was just not listening. And I actually think there's this thing, and I've been talking about it today, called the Dunning-Kruger effect. And Dunning and Kruger are these two scientists. And what they say is that when you first start something, when you're not very experienced, you believe you're way better at it than you actually are. And as you go along, so here's here's confidence and here's t experience. So you're right up here at the start. And as you go along, that confidence dips because you learn more and you realise by learning more that you don't know anything. You don't know anywhere near as much as you thought you knew. And at this point, when this guy was giving me this this critique, I thought I knew everything. And I was like, don't be ridiculous. I, you know, what if what if the highlight's blown? Maybe I wanted the highlight's blown. And I looked at it and thought, guys, you, you've just blown your highlights, mate. Simple as that. That's what I'd done. Um, and now I look back and say, thank you very much, actually. Because if he hadn't have told me that, I might have gone off another time and not even thought about that and blown my highlights on another shot. So critique's really important. And, and James critiqued my latest image from Monsal Dale when he said that big stick looks ridiculous. Actually, a guy called Ian Mack did the same thing. So I went, mm, do you know what? I'll have a look at that. I took the stick out and, yeah, it looks better. So I think taking on critique's really important. Really, really. We don't grow if we don't take on critique. Do you think on that example you just said about your highlights and, and this, whatever you call him, Dunning-Kruger yeah. curve thing, does it go to the other end where yeah. you actually yes. get extremely knowledgeable and confident yes. to say, actually, yes. I've intentionally blown my yeah. highlights because I wanted that to, to be blown because it's given a, a, a nice yes. white sky yeah. and therefore it complements the, the and yes. contrasts what I'm trying to do in the image. So essentially, it goes it's a you. It's essentially a you. Yeah. Okay. But I think at the beginning it starts higher because you just think you know everything about everything. And especially, I'm going to hold my hands up, especially a personality like me, I'm terrible. I think I know everything about everything. And someone tries to tell me I'm wrong, I'll be like, in your face, mate. I'm not wrong. I know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> but you have to grow and learn and be like, you've got to be big enough and sort of brave enough to say sometimes, I was wrong. And in that instance, not many instances, but in that instance... I, I, I think it helps, though. You know, if if the person giving the critique has an, a, a modicum of diplomacy about it, because just coming in with a, there's no excuse for blown highlights could yeah. hardly be called yeah. constructive. Yeah, he, he, mm. he was a little bit lacking in social skills, the guy, but to be fair, he was he was actually correct. And when, I think it's, it's just... I don't, want, I don't want to bang on about this, but I think it's important to sit down sometimes and listen to people when they talk to you and ask yourself, no matter who they are, like you say, Dave, no matter what level they are, people still have valid inputs and say, is this something I need to look at? Am I right? You know, or are they right? And sometimes you just got to be honest enough to say, I'm, I was wrong. But you did admit that you were really chuffed with that image. So you had some emotional connection to it. They think, I love that image, I really love it. So when somebody attacked it, you went on the defence. Yeah, but they were right, ultimately. In the cold but you light still like the image. It, technically, it may be, have been wrong because you've blown your highlights, but you still love the image. Yeah, yeah, I do. But now I look back on it and think, it's god awful because the highlights are blown <laughs> really badly in a large area of the shop. <laughs> yeah. So... Okay. You know, it was a beautiful day. I think that's a, 
you know, subjective versus objective. You, you're there, you're you're loving the day, you're having a great time, you take an image and you bring it home. And all you can think of when you process that image or you have that image is what a great day I had. Mm. And that colours your view of that image. It makes you think, that's amazing because I had such a great day. If you leave it for three years like I have now, you look back on that image without those subjective opinions because your memories of the day have faded and you go looking at it on its merits i've blown those highlights really badly actually mm. kind was... of sorry sorry no go on then go on just going slightly off track with what you were saying there gary how long do you leave it between the shoot and doing your editing i think it depends how excited i am about the day it's like i went to Monsell dale uh, and I went to Lathkildale the other day and I was really excited because it snowed and it was brilliant and I edited it all straight away. And actually, sometimes that's brilliant because you can you kind of... You, you edit like you remember, don't you? You give that... The closer you are to it, I think the more realistic the edit is because you remember the feel of the day and so you edit to try and bring that feel out. But realistically, what you should do is probably wait a reasonable amount of time and then look at, go back and look at the image objectively mm. and edit it that way. Mm. Yeah, that's what I like doing. I'll edit an yeah. image, and if I'm really pleased with it, I might look at it the next day and think, no. Yeah. I, I think you can get too involved if you do it, try and do it all in one one go. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I look at, I, I'm, I'm terrible. I look at all of my images, and the last one I've taken is always the best one I've ever taken, pretty much. There's a few that stand out that you go, no, they're really good. But I've took some images, and I'm like, the ones I look at, the ones I've literally just taken this weekend, well, or this this week, they're the best ones I've taken ever, pretty much. But three weeks down the line, I'll probably look at them and go, yeah, yeah they're all right. Mm. I think the um, the point you you were making still, I'm going back to your image again, because I think it's it's worth making this point that you were happy with the image, you then took the critique on and you corrected it to make it, well, and the next time you went out, you didn't blow your highlights, so you've not done that again. But sometimes when you get offered critique, it's great because it, you, we, we, as we said, we welcome it because it's great to get somebody else's view on your shot. But fundamentally, if you still like the shot, even though they've offered critique that you, you know, you've said, yeah, I accept you're probably right, but I still prefer it the way it is then that's what we do. You know, that shot I took last year at Hong Fen, which is probably one of the, for me personally, one of my favourite shots of last year, that the, the mist shot uh, with the, the tunnel of light coming through. Mm. And I really love that shot. But And I admitted myself when I took it, there was an element to it that I was slightly, you know, not too happy with, which was the centrepiece. And I think I put it out for a little bit of critique and people said, yeah, you know, it probably works as two separate images rather than one image. But I look back at it several times. I think, no, I actually really like it as it is. I just like the way that the, the you know, with the journey of light coming through and the way it operates. And then I just thought, no, I love it. But I also didn't disagree with the critique. I just didn't necessarily take it on board and amend it because I wanted to keep what I saw when I was there and what, what I saw in the image that I loved. So I think it's, critique is great, but sometimes we can just say, thanks for that, but I'm keeping it where it is, but I really appreciate your comments. Yeah. Yeah, but I did blow my highlights. Don't <laughs> <laughs> do it again. At the end of You've the got day. a catchphrase out of it, though. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. so honestly the truth of the matter. The truth of the matter is, when I look back at it now, and it's a long time ago, 
I was so pig-headed, I was just going to argue with that guy anyway. Maybe I meant to blow my highlights. I didn't mean to blow my highlights. I blew my highlights because I mucked up the shot. That's why I blew my highlights, because I was I just took the wrong... It, I, I just... Yeah, you, you that he shot was just... Gary. He always blew his highlights. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> but I was just, I was just, you know, I tell you what, I tell you what would be really interesting. How do you two, how do you two guys deal with each other critiquing your work? Mm. Mm. Fine. <laughs> no, but at the end of the day, you always process your images to what you like, don't you? That's... Yeah, that's always going to be the case, isn't it? So if Jim then comes along and says, oh, I think I would have done it differently, oh, look at it and think, no, I was right. But <laughs> you're the same. As um, Brian Clough said, we have a 20-minute discussion and then we decide I was right. For those who can um, remember Brian Clough. We're definitely different because we can stand in the same position and take a, a completely different shot. Mm. So, um, mm, Definitely. So even if you said that Gemma make it dark as hell like I do, no, but I wouldn't. I know you won't mind me saying this. You, you, and this is only my opinion, of course, but I think you've improved immeasurably in the last year with your landscape photography. No, you have. Um, Take it as a compliment, because it is a compliment. But then, uh, then you're saying, you're that, seeing then you're saying that I was rubbish before. <laughs> rubbish is a bit strong, but <laughs> you were... You were 90% wildlife, weren't you? Even 95% wildlife. And you can now, you know, the two genres do cross over. But it's, it's all a learning curve. Mm. So we do have disagreements, but who wouldn't? So I, I can see a hole being dug here. How deep are you going? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. You don't take me. I reckon when, when, when we get off air... Jim is going to beat the crap out of it. You made me a fool. I must admit, I can't think of anything worse than sharing a pastime with Mrs. G, other than eating lunch. Yeah, but... Oh, we love it. Yeah, we? see, but the thing, right, I was going to mention this earlier. Before I met Jim, I used to go... I was quite selfish in the holidays I had with my ex-partner in that I tended to choose always the places that I wanted to go which tended to be photography trips and there's nothing worse believe you me I'm going on a, photo on a photography trip with someone who's not particularly interested in photography mm. I don't have that issue with Gem at all well, that's an absolute we that's do. an absolute we joy do. because do, yeah but because if we go to a location I've, I've not now got to worry that I've been here three hours looking at a tree yeah whereas Gem will be happy at, you know with me looking at a tree for three hours whereas so it's nice going away together and having the same interest. We do still split, don't we, and yeah, sort of wander off yeah. and do our own thing, but the evenings are nicer when we get together. <laughs> we don't split all the time. No. Because sometimes we're actually going for mm. a building or, you know, something, so then you can't split. No. You, you do spend a lot of time lying around, don't you, when you do your photography? I've noticed that on your vlogs. You spend a lot of time just laying around, you know, mm -hmm. just... That's for that known angle, isn't it? So yeah. Everything looks better at eye level. Richard, um, you do not. Richard does nights, so you try to sleep at the known, same time. I have been known to sleep on my roll mat at the time. I'm pretty sure recently it wasn't Richie was asleep though. I'm sure there was oh. a recent vlog of someone else was asleep on it. It was a haze, I think. Wasn't That's it? right. Yeah. Yeah, was I asleep? Yeah, I was. I had a busy week, didn't I? Mm, you had had a busy week.
and we went out straight on the Saturday. A big F4, 400 mil lens normally does a trick, just throw it in that direction. <laughs> It's good. It's all good. So critique then we're we're all we're all just happy now to take critique, are we? Everyone's everyone's good. I feel people don't give it enough. Yeah. I, 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 I feel I I feel I'd love I'd love some. You do get the lovey brigade, don't you? Who will just say everything is great. Yeah. And then you never mm. learn, do you? If if everyone says, Oh, that's amazing, oh, that's superb. You know, it just puffs your ego, but you don't really learn, do you? I'd, I'd be very happy to offer more critiques, but I certainly wouldn't do it unless invited to. Mm. No, and you say there's a way to do it, isn't there, as well? Well, it's the unwritten rule, really, isn't it? You know, you don't offer it unless somebody actually asks for it. CC mm. welcome, you know? OK, well, yes. let's dive in there, then. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing is, if anybody wants to send in an image or two, we, we could do something with it. No, there's oh, an idea. Very constructively, mm. of course. You know, you, you could be confident we wouldn't, you know, just be unnecessarily Rip harsh. to shreds. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're well, not... James we're not, might. But. Yeah, James might. rest of us are mm. like that. We're, we're all very nice about these sort of things. I, I think you're absolutely right, though, what you're saying about the Lovey Brigade. There are... It's... It, I think it's very difficult to take people like some people are genuinely trying to give you positive you know I really love what you do and I I read some comments on my blogs and I just sometimes just go wow that's that's absolutely amazing but I honestly think and I, I, I don't want to alienate anyone out there but I'm probably going to I honestly think that there are people who would probably if I took a picture of a dog turd in a in a bin lid they would go oh lovely shot that the light nice on lighting. that, yeah, the light on that's perfect, <laughs> and it's just like yeah. that's not that's not what I want to hear. That's not what people. I think people often think that you want to hear that. They they people think that you want positive reinforcement that everything you do is great, but that you don't. You want to hear the truth. I want to hear the truth. If someone thinks that my vlog's particularly crap this week, I'd rather someone say didn't really enjoy that because X Y Z. Then oh what another amazing place because what I'll, I'll go oh brilliant okay great I'll do that again when actually they thought they might have thought actually no that's that's not what I wanted at all. But what Dave? What, hang on, what, what Dave? What's going on down there? Dave? You know that's got... not true. <laughs> it is true. It is true. You, you you get triggered easier than the, the than a bloody pistol with the lightest hair trigger. <laughs> I yes, know I that. After you come back down, you see it and, and you go, oh, yeah, oh, okay, then. Oh, 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 oh there we are. We've Special got a guest. guest appearance. Oh, hey. Hello, mate. Hey. Hello. Hello. How are you? Hi, right, mate. Did, did you remember me this week? <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> I did. Sorry, you? <laughs> I, I can only see Gary. Oh, there we go. Right, yeah, I'm just checking in, that's all, just making sure that I'm still around, you know, you haven't forgotten me. No, we, we we definitely remembered you this week. You look like, where are you, Kelly Hall-Tarn? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. made that sound like I knew what I was talking about, but you told us you were there before. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. nice to see you, Mally. It's nice to see you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go the lot. Right, I won't hog it. Oh, I'm off there tomorrow. The old man and Dow Craig, and I thought oh. I'd just check in and say hello to everybody. It's good to see you, mate. Great really to see you, buddy. Yeah. Have a nice weekend. weekend. Stay safe. Can you see that? Look. 
I'm like a saint. Look, my halo. <laughs> nice light. <laughs> Right. Make sure I'm you don't blow your highlights. These people yeah. are going to honeypots, eh? They're blown. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> right. I'll see you later, guys. See you later, mate. See, 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 see you next week. See you next week. Bye bye. How do I turn it off? <laughs> oh. Are you still there? Yeah, we're still here. Yeah, yeah we could just see oh. your picture now. There you yeah, go. <laughs> So moving on, um, let's talk about another subject, and I think this one's a really good one actually. Uh, and this was, let's see, I've got to say, Lynn, like Lynn has been like an absolute genius at sending in questions. It's been brilliant, like little <laughs> topics. It's like even even when she's not on now, she's like, "Have you thought about this for a topic? Have you thought about this for a topic?" I'm like, oh my god, these are great. So this topic is from Lynn, and there's a little bit of a uh, of an extension here from Dave as well. And it is basically take a photo or create an image. And then Dave's added on to the end, and how far have you pushed an image in post-processing? Um, and I think we'll start with Rich and Jem here because they've got one and I've seen it. Now that's my cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, so, uh... what, so, so what have you done to that for the uninitiated? Um, basically, I dragged the water all the way to the beach huts, zoomed in on the beach huts and then took away the background and brought down brought down the sky. Because there's no way we would have taken that image in the camera because the sea was really rough. We would have been like up to our chins the in the sea. The tide yeah. would get that far. But you would have to have been standing proper in the sea to get that image. Mm. And even then it wouldn't have gone that far. So. Yeah. There's no way you'd get that image without sort of pushing it. No. And is that the same sky? Because it, it looks different. It, um, I might have added some light here and there. Right. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, it, it might be the same sky. I don't know because obviously we took we took about we were there several was hours, that weren't we? Photoshop sky replacement. It wasn't. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't. Was it? <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't. Everybody replace skies. I just think they're just. We took. <laughs> we were there. We were there over an hour. So we took just photos of the water, just mm. photos of yeah, the yeah. beach huts. Yeah. You did a. Um, what did you do with your beach huts? Something very similar, but I don't like a sharing pano, things that's what I meant. that you've shared because that takes away the spotlight. And you're a sub. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you did a pano and yeah. then put it together and then took away the yeah, um, took away the big only because I got a new level in head and I wanted to try it yeah. out tonight. Okay. Okay. So, so I come out? yeah, sure. I mean that that's that's really, I mean that's further than I've been. I think push to, to push an image because that's a that's a real composite, isn't it? It's mm. it's all the same. It's all di like pretty much got from the same image yeah but you've really pushed that we don't do that very often to be no. fair i'm we not criticizing it's not, no way, it's not, not something we do very often at all but yeah. it just lent itself to we've that. got one more location that we're going to do it at, aren't we what's that pin mill pin mill yes yes yeah. yes pin mill is a that we're going to do example. a similar similar are, are we allowed to mention other bloggers yes yeah that's absolutely. like gary goff Done. Yeah. Oh, not him. No, you're not allowed to mention him. 
from <laughs> from Pin Mill, he done something exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. He just oh, okay, yeah. totally, yeah. So, so did you go out on purpose to take an image or create an image like that, or did to you create, just to create? You did. That image. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, I'd, okay cool. I'd already seen. I'd already seen the mm-hmm. the huts and had an idea of exactly. We were what determined. We whatever it looked like when we got there, that was what it yeah. looked like. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. We didn't actually know how far the tide went. No, we, we didn't. So no. we were like, oh, it's going to be high, high tide in it two minutes. It was like minutes. running along the beach with the tripod up in the air, you know, like it <laughs> can be at the sea. See, that's interesting, isn't it? Because if you went out there to actually create, you had a vision in your mind of what you wanted to create, and you went out there and you captured the various elements and pulled mm. it together and created it. So, Like Gary you know, said, in a way, that's not cheap because we got all of those things you yeah. see on the screen were from that location on that time on that day. Yeah, it's just yeah. that we moved stuff and. I mean, you could argue, regardless, it's not cheating, is it? No matter what you do, because you haven't gone out there and said that's the shot I took. No, you've gone out no. there and said that's the shot I've made, and mm-hmm. so there is no. Essentially, there is no cheating involved there because you're not cheating anyone because you haven't told them any different. So and we you know, we didn't vlog it, did we? Because we just wanted to do it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a fine example of you using photography skills and post processing skills to make an image that you had a vision of, mm. pulling it together. Simple as that. Mm. So there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that, is there? As you say, no, if no. you've gone out there and said oh, this image didn't really work, so what I did was I pulled that over there and that over there, and I just bodged it and made it work, then that's mm-hmm. different. But we did. I mean, it's cheating in a way that we saw someone else's picture who done something very similar. Mm-hmm. But I I have a bit of a habit of doing that. Like when we went to Giants Causeway, Neville, um, Nev, mm-hmm. Nev Cartledge, yeah. had done a vlog from the Giants Causeway and I was, had it in my mind that I just wanted to copy his image. And I spent, Gem will tell you, I spent an hour walking around on the Giants Causeway looking for the stone <laughs> that, he, that he took. But, yeah. but well, I and I've got some lovely good, images. But, and you got, you, you got your usual five or six other good, yeah, good images. I was just... I can get obsessed with a location. Really? We had no uh, yeah. yeah. That's not coming across <laughs> at all. No, I do get very excited. So, so Lynn, when, when, you, when you posed the question, what were you thinking? Partly that, but I, I kind of nicked it off somebody else who posted up the very same question. Is it pretentious to say, I've made these images. So instead of taking a photo, you're making an image. That's, can you see the difference? Not create, creating probably wrong, but instead of snap, I've taken a photo, snap, I've now made this image. But if you call it but art, yes. you can get away with anything, can't you? Yeah, but likewise Hasn't got to be a photo editing. then, is it? Mm. I think there's a real thing with a, a little bit, I think you just, we're just talking here about language. Yeah. And I think there's a real sort of, I think it's unconscious snobbery mm. that people don't want to say photo or picture. Yeah. It's like image is, it seems to be the image is the word to use if you're a photographer. You say, look at my image, here's my image, take this image. Whereas if you say I've taken a picture or I've taken a photo... People then people worry that they you then know, you might be assumed that you're just well, you're just taking a snap. You're an amateur because you've just taken a photo. So I kind of get. I, 
Mm. But I would think if you said you've taken a photo, then you haven't done much to it. That's what I would think. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've taken a photo, it's basically 95% what you see. If you've taken or made an image, then you can do basically what you like to it, I think. I, I don't have an issue with that. No, I kind of get what you're, yeah, I get what you're saying. And when you say image, it, it, it can the, be a lot the more. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it can be a lot more. I get that, yeah. But also on the editing side as well. But there's another argument to make an image is that do you make an image in camera by creating a composition in camera? So do you line up your composition intentionally to make a composition work and therefore you've made an image in camera? Mm. Mm. It, it was Ansel Adams who said you don't take a photo, you make it. And the image is like an extension to that. Mm-hmm. I know Adam Gibbs says he makes images and a lot of other sort of long-standing photographers will say they make an image and I think it is terminology. Mark Curtin, who is another YouTube vlogger, he says he's, he uses the word frame. I don't know whether you've watched any of his vlogs or yeah. whatever. He says, yeah. I've taken a frame. This is my frame that I've taken. So it's yeah. terminology, I think, with certain individuals in terms of what they classify as an image. But I always think picture. if someone says, I've taken this image, I don't do post-process and I don't believe it. Now, I, a lot of me think that's because they don't know how to do it. That's my own personal opinion. When you hear these people say, oh, I get it 100% in the camera, I don't do any editing at all, I find mm. they tend to be the people who don't know how to edit, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But that's, I, I often look I think. and think if if you've, it, very few people would. We talked about this before, haven't we? Very few people like a raw is is essentially a digital negative. Yeah, it's, it's not a it, negative. It looks flat. It looks awful. Yeah, it's there the to camera. be processed. It's a starting mm. point. So if you say, I do it straight out of camera and that's it, then you're missing the trick, aren't you? Because mm -hmm. because there's you know even with Ansel Adams, you want to go back to Ansel Adams, he did dodging and burning and all sorts yeah. of different things in, in the dark room. That's what he did to enhance and bring up his images. So yeah. he didn't just go click, here's the film and I've developed it and there you go. You know, Fan Ho, exactly the same. Fan Ho, fantastic uh, street photographer. He he added shadows in using dodging mm -hmm. and burning in the dark room. You know, these people, they're not... I think people get, you kind of get these like purists to say, well, you know, it's not a shot unless... A, and if you're doing it in a JPEG, so someone takes a shot exactly. and, it's a, and it's a JPEG and they go, here's my image, that's not the image. Because no, the camera, the camera was applied. Has exactly. Yeah. Cameras applied changes to that in-camera shot yep. to make it more presentable. So even yeah. if someone goes straight out of camera, well, it's not really because it's been... If it is straight out of the camera, it is going to be JPEG, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, and then so, it's, altered, yeah. it's been altered, so it's, yeah. Yeah, so I think in this this day and age and, and i think anyone who's anyone really who who in the past even film photographers who who were anything they altered images in the dark room so it's it, it is i don't think anyone really unless you're just taking a snapshot just goes all wishes straight out of camera maybe i'm wrong i've met a few birders that just go straight out of camera yeah, but again i just think that's because they don't know how to edit yeah, possibly. I don't know, maybe. Look at, look at, look at, if you want to talk about bird, you know, bird photos, usually, I mean, you're probably, you know, better than me, but usually if you, unless you've got like a you know, 400 million pound F4 lens, <coughs> um, 
Hello. Normally, you're you're shooting at reasonably high ISOs, aren't you? Because you can't get that lighting to have the ISO. You know, you can't shoot a bird photo at ISO one hundred unless it's an incredibly bright day. So you're introducing noise. So generally, you then do something in post to remove that noise, well, whether it's topaz lamps. We had or a classic it's... example with the badges, didn't we? I mean, I shot an image at twelve thousand eight hundred ISO, and it was still three stops underexposed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then we brought it back and used and that um, the, denoise. That was with the two point eight. Yeah. Yeah, and um, use denoise, topaz denoise, and it's, it's absolutely amazing. I am gobsmacked with the image I ended up with. Oh, I just, I just look at, I look at topaz denoise, and I'm just, I can't believe how good it is for wildlife. No. For wildlife, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, I, I think it's like almost, it's almost something that everyone should have as a wildlife mm -hmm. photographer. It's like that important, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's yeah, a shame sorry. I didn't do the before and after of that shot. Yeah. Because that would have. Anyway. But sorry, guys. I mean, what do you got? I mean, Dave, what, what, what do you think, mate? Well, I, I mean, as everybody who follows me will know, I'm very much of the. Uh, I, I'm making a, a photograph, I'm creating a piece of artwork. Um, mm -hmm. And I rarely put any sort of label with it when I share it that says, oh, by the way, this is. This is how I concocted this. But there's next to nothing that I put out that hasn't been concocted in some way. And, and I'm very happy to proceed on that basis because I'm not trying to please anybody other than myself. Exactly. Um, and, but, but also, I'm, I'm quite explicit about it. I'm going to share a couple of screens, if I may. Oh, yeah, please do. Uh, this one here, if you can see that one with the, yep. the boat on the lake... That one, I've I vlogged that from start to finish. So I, I showed that. how I captured mm. the frames and and how I stitched it together. So it's it's actually four images, the foreground with the boat and the and the the leading edge of the lake, was yeah, I was quite pleased with it. That was taken about twenty minutes before sunset. Um, I knew the sun was going to go down behind that low cloud on the horizon. Uh, the bright cloud at the top was shot uh, not long after the foreground, and then it's so uh, the sky is three images together. Um, so again, I, I, I and I look at that and I think, well, let, let's say for argument's sake. I mean, you mentioned earlier, uh, Rich and Jam, about those beach huts. They were all shot same day, same time. Had you gone back and shot other elements at a different time of day, I'd still say, well, what a lovely image. You know, I, d I wouldn't say to um, to Picasso, ah, oh, yeah, you should have put all that oil paint on the canvas on the same day, otherwise it doesn't count. No. It's, it's, it's patently ridiculous. Uh, you know, I, I'm, as far as I'm concerned, I'm producing artwork to amuse myself. That's it. If other people enjoy it, that's fantastic. If other people get something out of it or they learn something from it, that's even better. But the bottom line is... This is a nice memory for me because it was a beautiful evening. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Mm. And I had a very enjoyable couple of hours putting it together in post because I do spend a lot of time in post working slowly and methodically. Gary's seen me do have, that. Yeah. Do, do you feel, I'm, Dave, though, do you, do you feel that there's something, there's something missing from that shot? There's, 
Can't put my Piss finger off. on it. Well, what's missing from that shot? <laughs> we just need a jetty. To, a jetty, to make that's it. it a jetty. It's Ooh, missing that's a jetty. Nice. So oh, now yes. this image, Gary. Gary was. was we'd, we'd gone to Sandwin Island, and Gary buggered off in an, in the other direction to take some honeypot shots. So I had a couple of hours where I wasn't. Um, I wasn't making a video. I I didn't. Didn't need to hold his hand, so I, I I don't often get that sort of time to myself. So I spent I suppose it must have been about hour and a half, maybe two hours shooting this rock, yeah. um, and I I didn't move. I set myself up and I just shot and shot and shot, and it was a pretty grim afternoon, likewise. But yeah, literally with after about ninety minutes, all of a sudden, that. Uh, that sunlight broke through on the horizon. Yeah. That happened on that day at that time. Yeah. However, it was somewhere over to the right of where it is now. <laughs> it was. It wasn't so, far over though, Dave. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't but hugely far over. I, I I slid it across. You done the old Bruce Almighty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and then I I just ever I put a tiniest Gaussian blur along the horizon line to hide the joy. Um, obviously the foreground, um, now this is interesting, the foreground is not a long exposure. It's dozens of exposures yeah. converted to smart objects with uh, a, a mean blend mode. Oh, that's clever, mm. yeah. And then a colossal amount of dodging and burning on that rock, mm -hmm. picking out highlights that, I mean, yeah. zooming in at 400% and picking out tiniest little highlights here and there. Uh, and then some colour grading, significant amount of colour grading. So the start, if you went and saw that rock, and I've actually taken people and showed them the rock and they said, well, yes, I can see why it attracts your attention. But they have to admit that, that it looks nothing like what they're seeing with their very eyes. I couldn't care less. I'm very happy with this image. It's one of my favourites. You can't beat a bit of light painting or anything lovely. Mm. Do you know, I remember that day really well because I was stood taking a picture of, was it Tunwa? What was it, Dave? Spot on. Yeah, yeah that so. was it. The lighthouse, which isn't a lighthouse, it's actually a tower. I was stood there, see, I got that bit right. I was stood there taking a photo of that. Dave had gone, right? He just disappeared off. And the next thing I saw this like small yellow dot climbing up these rocks. And I was like, who is that? idiot what are they doing up there it's really dang and then like, hang on a minute dave was wearing yellow and it was you it was you all the way down in the distance climbing up on this rock and you just sat there for ages and i was actually i remember because you very kindly let me stay over that night and the next morning you were editing that and i was there while you were doing it yeah and uh, it was a, it's a fantastic piece of work actually i really like it there's, there's that's the point it's a piece of work isn't it yeah. It's something exactly. that's been created as a piece of work. Yeah. Big difference. Does that Don't answer your question, Lynn? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that just, it's, a, it's right up my street again, that one. Do you tell people when you're making composites or when you've gone further than just a few tweaks of contrast, um, brightness, sharpening? That that's I have no objection to that sort of image. But any image that I make, I put out there, and as far as I'm concerned, they can all have a disclaimer that says, 
This image could have been heavily manipulated. Anything could have happened to it. Take it or leave it. I don't care. That's it. it, it that's my default position. Mm. So I, I wouldn't go on and say, oh, this is, I did this and did that and did the other. But you can take it as read. There's very few that I would share that hasn't been worked on to a large degree. That's quite comforting to know, to be fair. That the fact that you've worked on a lot of your images. Because the social media thing, you look at the images that are on there, it's like, oh, how can I ever create something that good? And then you start to realise, actually, that's not right. Whereas that image you just showed could be a real image, except the light isn't quite in the right place on the rock. But it could be a real image, the same as the boat one. That could be a normal evening sunset. Yeah. But there are some where you think, hang on a minute. And that's what for us, I find, I think, we'll start again. That's what I think new photographers can get really disheartened about. I edit mine. I'm doing um, a minimal project. My God, there's some editing goes on there. But I normally show up the, the raw out of the camera. Admittedly, it's converted to JPEG then, but untouched. And then I'll show the edited version. Because I don't want to be accused of misleading new photographers, and I'm not saying that that you would be. But there's oh, a whole, you can end you like can end up area. crying wolf though, because I put out an image last year of a moon rising above the glitters, mm. and everybody thought it was a composite, and it bloody wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah, don't, you, like don't yeah. you think it's sad though that that you feel you have to do that, because mm. there are people out there who will say, "Were you putting off?" newcomers and I, and I do get it i mean it is it can be disheartening i look at something like, for me the classic platform is 500 pics 500 pics is 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 not a photography site it's an art site there's mm. very it's very very i mean I, there's a guy i can't remember his name but i looked at some of his waterfall images and i just remember this is three or four years ago looking at it thinking how the hell has he taken that? That is absolutely amazing. But of course, it's mostly done in post-processing. And but I don't know. It's you. I guess there's a point to say that new 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 photographers are going to be daunted by that type of shot. But equally, it's a bit sad, really, that you have to worry about disclaiming that your shot's been manipulated just in case you're going to upset anyone, isn't it? Mm, I think it yeah. is. But I think that's the world that we live in at the moment. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was talking about this today. I'm not going to go back to my vlog, but I was talking about this today. And I think it's one thing to say, to tell lies about basic, you know, irrefutable facts, if you like. But when you talk about art, when you talk about photography... There are no irrefutable facts in a photograph, are there? It's just art. So it is what it is. And it should be what you want it to be, not what other people want it to be, which is mm. Dave's attitude. Yeah. I like it. It's what I wanted. Yeah. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Mm. Just thinking back, I'm sure I probably had the the opposite opinion at some point during this podcast, which is what, not this one, but uh, during the series of podcasts, which is why I'm treading carefully and trying not to say anything that's going to incriminate me. And I go, wait a minute, in podcast 27, you said, yeah, so um, I'm not 100% sure, but the art's art at the end of the day. 
as long as you're not trying to say this is a real photo that you could go out and take in camera, then mm. I can't see there being anything wrong with it. And whose decision is it to judge you on that anyway? Other than mine. Didn't we have a conversation about a tiger on a tree once? About that image that was taken on the trail cam. Was that a similar conversation around uh, whether it was I fake think, or not? Mm. No, but that, that wasn't fake, was it? I think our argument there was, is how can you be called Wildlife Photographer of the Year if an automatic trail cam took the shot? It mm. should be the manufacturer of the trail camera yeah. who should, should be called Wildlife Photographer of the Year. Because they took you you weren't there at that. What's it called? Uh, Henri, uh, Henri Cartier-Bresson says, the decisive moment. You weren't there at the decisive moment. Something took it for you. So that's a different kettle of fish, I think, possibly. But is it also under the same banner of, de- of potential deception? Not intentional, but it could be perceived as deception if... Why am I going down a path that I probably shouldn't go down? Yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose the thing is, did the did the person who strapped the trail cam to the tree or whatever it was strapped to, did they make out that they were there with some camouflage netting and a flask of Bovril, you know, for no, hours on end waiting? To... I was just going to say, surely that image would have smacked of being taken with a wide-angle lens. Who's going to take a picture of a tiger with a wide-angle lens in the wild? You've got to be that far away from it for a start. So you'd sort of know if you if you knew it was with a wide-angle lens, you'd know it was taken remotely. Who's going to lay in front of a tiger and take a picture? Going back to this story, I'm pretty sure that the guy like was freely admitted and the, and the judges knew that he'd set up several trail cams in the area where this rare tiger was. And they knew that the shot was remote and it was triggered by movement. And we're happy with it. But I think our argument back then... Oh, hello, doorbell. Our argument back then was... Can he be called Wildlife Photographer of the Year when he wasn't there when to take the to press the button to take the shot? Mm. Because mm. it's... You know, how many hundreds of images did that trail cam capture to get that one image of that tiger doing that? But you could sort of argue that he put the work in to know where to put the trail camera. Yeah, so he could be. So called... it wasn't. It wasn't just a lucky. He probably. He may have been going back for weeks to. Yeah. yeah. So call him have wildlife you... spotter of the year. Yeah. Have you, have you two guys, Gemma? Have you ever used a trail cam or considered? I do all in the one? time. You do. Yeah, okay. we've, we've got. Yeah, we've. Well, we. I've got one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got a trail cam. Yeah, we set it up all the time, but it's normally it's it's lower quality. It's like twelve megapixels and. It's shooting most of the time in the middle of the night mm. and stuff, isn't it? So but that's just to get knowledge, isn't it? Yeah, so we we then go to the location and sit where we've seen that particular animal or something go past. So that's just just to learn the habits of what we're trying to find. Yeah. The pictures are pretty shabby, yeah, aren't they? You wouldn't use it, would you? No. No. But that that I mean that for me is that's sort of dedication there, right there, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, well, that's proper yeah. use of a trail camera, yeah. isn't it, for what it's meant yeah. to? Mm. You should do a video about that. We did. Yeah. Um, we have <laughs> got. I think we have got some in the garden with the trail camera. During well, the back of the garden. During the first lockdown, we set up a hide. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, birds. Yeah. Did you actually? You you included some webcam footage. Do you remember the that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, trail yeah, cam. yeah, you did. Yeah. Oh, I remember that one. 
no, we don't always. We I've put it up in other places, and we don't always share it, do we? No. 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 Excellent. Handy tool. Mm, I can't get mine to work. I've got. I don't know what the make is. But literally, it either takes four million pictures of nothing or no pictures at all. I've got one where it takes a picture of me leaving, and then a picture, <laughs> of, and then a picture of me coming back, but nothing in between. And I know there's stuff in between, or it just takes like it fills the card up with just pic- picture after picture after picture after picture of nothing. It's, you have to go know. into menu, and then you choose whether it takes a a picture or a video or both. And the time between each one. Right. There you go, Gary. Bring... <laughs> He's got a glaze. Don't you bloody know anything. <laughs> You're lying. So, Call yourself a wildlife photographer. I didn't do a video on it, though. Saying, <laughs> here's um, how you use trail cam, did I? So. Mine, mine right. takes two photos and then a 10-second video, and then it stops for 30 seconds and then takes another 10 seconds video, but only, obviously, if the motion detect, go, detection goes off. Yeah, you can set it all up so it, it does all that. Do, does you it go off like if a spider starts doing a web in oh. front of the sensor and that sort of thing? Can do, can't it? Yeah. Yeah, anything. Yeah. Oh, um, you actually, there is three buttons on mine. You might be in test and you might not have flicked it over to on properly. I can't rule that out. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. What you need is someone to do a video about There's, it, Gary, that you yeah. can watch. Tiny little, it's a tiny little... Slot. So sometimes if I haven't pushed it far enough over to on, you're in test, and then it'll only take the one when you say when you're leaving. Yeah. Yes, that makes sense. So you need you need to push it over as far as you can go. In the break between videos, I'm going to find it, and then you can do a quick run through <laughs> with me because I can't get it to work. If I can find it, it could be anywhere now. Actually, yes. Have you ever considered putting it up in the kitchen? And like watching who's the one that took that last can of coke out of the bloody fridge and well, didn't no, tell you I, so you had replaced it. I know it'll be That'd me. be Gary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was talking to Jevon. Jevon Rich. I've considered putting it putting it on when we've left the house to watch the dog. Haven't yeah. We? But um, we, we haven't we haven't ever bothered. No, they won't bother in my it house because they just know that I've taken everything. Put it by the fridge. Currently, it'll be me. It's um, currently it's. Next week it's going up at where our um, fox cubs were. Yes, yes. Mm. Last year when we had some fox cubs, mm. and then mm. um, we don't know if they're back or not, so we're going to put the trail cam mm-hmm. up in the exact location um, that we found them last year for the next week or two and see oh, if they're there. Nice. Is most of your wildlife stuff quite close to home? Are you sort of surrounded by it? Um, yeah, um, most of the time, aren't we? Yeah. Um, we do. We're lucky. We live near Shingle Street. I don't know if you know that. That's, uh, Jim does. Oh, yeah. I've seen. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But you get, yeah, you get a lot of the migrating birds. That's the, their first port of call to this country. So we are lucky in that respect. We do get a lot of winter visitors, don't we? Yeah. I was wondering then, um, if you had any any fears of your gear getting nicked while it's out there set up recording. Um. Yeah, we do. But if if you don't use it, then mm. there's no point having it. And the trail cams, I mean, you, this one's cheap. about £35. So we put some tie wraps on it in a little padlock and you just have to go with it, really. We just get the impression that the sort of places we leave it, there'll be other people like us go. 
and we just wouldn't think that they'd be the sort of people who take it. I don't know. Maybe we're too. I, no, I know. I, I, I'm often thinking, oh my god, is it still there? But mm. if you're not, if we don't put it out, then we don't use it. Yeah. You, you didn't, like, you weren't walking through the forest one day and thought, oh, there's a trail cam, I'll have that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, um... Oh, look, they grow on trees. <laughs> we got... <laughs> we got a man just, who just came straight in oh, through yeah. the woods. He did. Dropped his trousers, did a wee, and then... <laughs> we went pulled him back, like and then off he went. And we're like, oh, it we're wasn't in Wyoming Brook, was it, by any chance? <laughs> I never realised your trail cam was there. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was like, look at this. You were quite chuffed with that, weren't you? I could tell you a story about Monsel Dale, actually, but I don't think that it's... Does it involve a trail cam or not? No, it involves me needing a loo yet again. Um, (sighs) Yeah, I don't think I'm going to share that. Actually, I will, before we go, because we're going to go in a minute, so I'll just share this one really quickly. Um... We went. I went to Monsell Dale, and I, I kind of knew. Right, so on the way, right. No, sorry. Um, thanks for watching. Anyway, and we'll. How, how do I cut that bit out? I don't think I can. You don't. Um, we'll, we'll, we will see you next week. Goodbye. See ya. Bye. 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 Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you got to leave it in, mate. This is. Do you know what? I don't know why this is all the time. I feel like I have to share.